Everybody, we're back today, Locked On Bulldogs, mm. part of Locked On Podcast Network. Today we are going, who currently at UGA has the possibility of becoming one of the all-time greats? We're talking top three at their position. We're talking Jalen Carter. We're talking A.J. Green. Mm-hmm. We're talking Nick Chubb status. Ooh. Are there any players currently that have that ability to ascend to that level next on Locked On Bulldogs? You are Locked On Bulldogs. Your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What is up, everybody? I am Daniel. He is Clint. Welcome to the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. So glad that you're here. If you're listening on audio, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star rating and review. Thank you so much for downloading the show and subscribing and following the channel on any of those uh, places. FanDuel is who's bringing you today's episode. Want to make sure that you remember that. More on them in a second. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you so much for subscribing. Drop us a comment. Hit the thumbs up. And um, if you're watching on YouTube, go subscribe to the audio or follow the audio podcast on one of those platforms I named earlier. That would help us out a bunch. Thank you for doing that. So, yeah, Clint, we're talking about this roster. Now, it's an interesting thing about this Georgia roster. Loaded with talent. I think everybody knows that. No one's going to make the mistake of saying... I see right now there's potentially maybe four guys mocked in the first round for Georgia of the NFL draft a lot right of now. Guys depending going to on that draft again, we're going to hit some more records. Apparently. So we hit five first rounders last year, maybe four first rounders this year, but nobody is ever going to make the mistake again of saying that Kirby Smart doesn't have enough talent uh, on his roster. Don't you there's dare say that. Plenty of talent on the roster, but let me say. Uh, see if you agree. The roster does lack a certain Genica wow Swap. factor. It lacks a a a that dude. Yeah. Right. Jalen Carter is that dude. He was the best defensive player in college football last year. He's one of the best defensive players to ever come through the University of Georgia. Ever. He's he is placed himself next to David Pollock in terms of greatest defensive lineman in the history of the University of Georgia. So let that sink in. If if we're to say anything about this current Georgia roster, mm-hmm. it's that there are fewer sure things for that. Fewer sure things to make it to the Mount Rushmore of UGA sports. But that's not to say that there are not guys who could make it there. And so that's what today's podcast is about. Let's speculate about the ceiling of some of these guys. And let's talk who are currently on the roster, so not any guys going to the NFL right now. And let's talk about who might one day find themselves in the company of the the greatest Georgia players to ever play at their position. Let's start on the offensive side of the ball, Clint. Okay. And let's start with ob- the the most obvious answer. This is the easiest thing in the entire world because he's currently already there. He is and and the room at tight end is loaded. The Mount Rushmore of Georgia tight ends is deep, Clint. The roster is deep. 
of legendary tight ends who have come through Georgia. Yeah. But Brock Bowers is a different kind of dude. Uh, look, here's the deal. He is built different than anything you have ever seen at tight end. He is not a wide receiver. He is not a tight end. He is not a running back. He's not an H-back. He's not a fullback. He is nothing like you've seen. He is just offensive power is what he is. That's it, period. The guy exudes touchdowns. He just mm. gains yards. Mm. He he replicates touchdowns. This guy is going to break records. He's going to shatter records. He's an incredible leader. Um, he's giving away money so other cats can get some in the NIL collective. Mm. He's just he's everything you want in a football player. And it's and yet, the it's the humility, it's the nonchalance that he goes about yeah. his job with. It's the he doesn't he doesn't try to draw a lot of attention to himself. He seems perfectly happy blocking down the field, blocking at the line of scrimmage. He's physical, but he's such an elite athlete. He's got such incredibly deceptive and incredible speed that uh, you almost, as a Georgia fan, I mean, I, I hesitate to even say it, but now going into year three, you almost get a little used to it. You get a little used to Brock Bowers because he's not many guys do it from their first semester freshman year, from their first game. But Brock has been doing it this entire time. And Georgia fans All the time. have, I think, are starting to forget what it is they're looking at here. But um, this guy's special. He's the best tight end to ever play at Georgia. If he never plays another down, he'll be the best tight end to ever play at Georgia. And that, again, is an incredible, incredible feat. Uh, but that's where he is. So uh, that's here, Greg. let me ask you this, Clint. Okay. Are there other guys on the offensive side of the ball that you think have a chance to get to that elite at their position level, that Mount Rushmore type level? Look, this is really difficult because if we're going to go, let's let's start with quarterback. Um, the quarterbacks are going to be, I think, one and done for the foreseeable future. Because if they come out, if Carson Beck comes out and balls this year and just lights the world on fire, and he, he gone, like he he'd gone. probably gone. Then the rest of them behind are the same. They're going to be upperclassmen. They don't have that sophomore. Mm -hmm. freshman redshirt freshman feel to them they're going to come in they're going to be gone running back now daniel I'm, how can you ever predict a running back to reach mount rushmore how status could he pass UGA? these guys in front of him you just I, like i just don't i don't again, see it. i don't see it happening now van pran has the ability to possibly be called the best center at uga yikes i mean if you were going to do a Mount Rushmore of centers, okay, not offensive linemen, but right. a Mount Rushmore of just centers, I could see if he comes out and balls out this year, I could see Cedric Van Pran being arguable to be on that. It's not arguable. It, he has another year like he did last year and the year before. He's on the list, Daniel. Listen, the center's deep at Georgia. I <laughs> the list deep. of centers is deep. At Georgia. I think Amarius Mims has got a shot. Yep. A shot at being on a Mount Rushmore. Now he's gonna have to show he's gonna have to show up and show out. Um 
I, for example, Broderick Jones, Clint, he's not on the Mount Rushmore of Georgia offensive tackles. He's not. He's very, very gifted. He's going to be drafted in the top 15 of the NFL draft this year. Should but be. he's not on the Mount Rushmore of University of Georgia offensive tackles. So for Marius Mims to put himself on that list, there's a really high bar that he's going to have to speaking hurdle. Of, speaking of tackles in uh, the NFL, Daniel, mm-hmm. you know what Andrew Thomas and Jamar Sawyer, how many sacks they gave up this year? Well, it was probably less than one. That's correct. It's none. None it's, sacks. It's the none sacks. The That's interesting because you know how many sacks that Broderick Jones gave up this year. It was also none. No, okay. Interesting. Oh, that's interesting. It is interesting. Uh, we're going to come back after this, maybe talk about the defensive side of the ball as well as others. But first, we'll let you know about FanDuel. FanDuel mm. is the place to go. Daniel, sure I love is. this place. We love uh, it. For all sportsbook needs. It's what you need to do right now if you want sportsbook, and especially if you want to bet on the Super Bowl that is fast approaching. Daniel, you got a quick, you got a quick feel in that game for the people? Let me just say oh, that... No, I do not have a quick okay. feel in the game. But before you finish this ad read, I'm on FanDuel right now, and I am going to have a random uh, prop bet prop. for you. Random to props make. for the fantastic. Go ahead and do this. Really excited about our new sponsors and new sports betting partner for Locked On because they are the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to the FanDuel experience, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. Download FanDuel now. To bet on Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet, you'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. We love them. They're the official sports book of Locked On Bulldogs. And Daniel has maybe a prop bet that you need to be looking at. Listen, what if I gave you a on Philadelphia's first drive? Right? A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith... Both catch a pass. Oh, it's not going to let me parlay those together. Oh, I hate Ooh, that. Okay, no, here's what I'm going to do. Those props. Philadelphia's first drive, Miles Sanders catches a pass. That's plus 650 You bet $10, 65 bucks right there. Miles Sanders catches a little flare-out pass out in the flat. First drive for Philly, plus 650 FanDuel. FanDuel.com slash locked on. Get over there right now. Daniel, right. let's go to the defensive side of the ball. Let's talk about potential guys who might be making an impact for us on that side of the ball. Who do you have? Well, it's interesting because, number one, the defensive side of the ball, when you talk about Georgia's current roster, is probably more talented than the offensive side of the ball. Right? I think that's fair to say. Uh you're not wrong. Nothing what you said is wrong because if you look at the if you look at how Kirby recruits and how he's stacked recruitment, mm-hmm. the defense will always. I'm, I'm going to say this right now. Let me. The defense will always have more five stars on on that side of the ball. I'm fairly certain about that. Total. But the Mount Rushmores for UGA are also pretty stacked on the defensive side of the ball. Very stacked. I've got one easy one. Now it's not Brock Bowers easy. No, because he's already there. But and so this guy's definitely not already there. But I'm saying if you're going to talk about guys who have a shot, I think the conversation has to start. Uh, Come on. Come on. 
Uh, now see, now see, I don't know if I want to. Now no, see, I don't know it. if I want to go there. Say it. I don't know if I want to go there. I think, I think Smile Mondin has a shot. He's not even the best linebacker on the team. He's not. But okay, I think he's the most talented linebacker on the team. Uh, he's the twitchiest. He's, I think, the fastest. Yeah, Daniel. I don't know if he's the strongest. But he's certainly the twitchiest. He's certainly the fastest. If and I were I think, going to go someone on that level, yeah. I think he's the guy you have to go with, right? I think there are obvious choices on the next level and on like I think there are obvious choices on the front four, and I think there are obvious choices in the secondary. Like I think there's one obvious choice for both of those. There is one obvious choice on both those levels. But I think if you're gonna go linebacker, and that's why I say I'm, you know, maybe starting with a weird one. But I think if you're gonna go linebacker, I think Smile Mondin has a shot to continue to emerge as that guy. Okay, here's the deal. To me, this is this is simple. Mm-hmm. This is easy. Let me mm-hmm. go flash, and let me go freak, and let me go recruitment, and let me go possibility to continue playing at a high level this year. And the year next, and that's Michael uh-huh. Williams. Yeah, Daniel, it, it sure is. This guy, y'all, go watch that Natty again. I I've watched it countless times. It's just on in the background. Have we watched it? Did you watch it? I watched it. Yeah, Michael Williams showed out, mm-hmm. and and go watch Ohio State because there is another first round tackle who got. And I'm not using this word out of context or exaggerating. Okay, manhandled. By Michael Williams, mm-hmm. not not beat, not hey good rep, hey they get some. No, I mean obliterated, blown past with a mm-hmm. rip move that I loved. Yes, Michael Williams is that dude. Yeah, Michael Williams is absolutely that guy, um, uh, and he he's got a chance. Yeah, again, it he's got a chance to be among the elite pass rushers that have ever played at Georgia. But when you think about that position, I don't know what you're going to call him. Are you going to call him an edge? You're going to call him a defensive end. Good Lord. If you call him a defensive end, Clint, think of the hill he's got to climb to get to Mount Rushmore. I'm just going to call him edge. Can I call him edge? I'm going to tell you somebody who now, listen, it's not like there's not a hill to climb here. It's not like there's not a hill to climb at safety. There's plenty of safeties who have been through and done it. Let me just, I'm just going to bask in the glory really quick. But Malachi Starks has got the, the look and the feel of somebody who built different, a little different than the rest he built, of them. He built real different. Look, I'm not exact. Again, go look at the tape. Go look at what he's able to do. When people, and, and this isn't just me saying it, other analysis. When you see, say, Ed Reed, Malachi Starks is built in that mold. Okay. Like the mold, the ball hawking, mm-hmm. playmaking. I will snatch souls as well as cover well in man coverage, as well as be fluid, as well as in go pick get interceptions. He's he's that dude as well. Uh, and they have that ability. Anybody else on defense come to mind, Daniel, when you think nobody of- on defense that just sort of jumps out. And third segment, I think we talk about some dark horse, some like real some well, real under the radar. Why don't we do that right after this? Real under the under the radar, he said. He didn't say like 
Oh, uh, maybe could no, he's a real under the radar. I mean, listen, these are the guys I think that stand out to us, right? Like those are Easy. the guys that we have that like that we have said this is a this guy has a legitimate shot, right? Yep. So let me ask you, are there guys who potentially I mean could could just somehow explode? onto the scene and work their way there. I'm I'm going to give you one. Okay. Was this the go, guy that you didn't say before but wanted no. to say? Okay. No, it's not. I'm going to go back to the offensive side of the ball. I'm, okay. And it's and it's in some positions that you just sort of skimmed over. I think if there's a quarterback that's going to do it that's on this roster, it's Gunnar Stockton. If there's a quarterback, I'm not saying that there is. And if there's a running back that's going to do it on this roster, it's Branson Robinson because he's already had the moment that you were like, oh, shoot. (laughs) Oh, no. Who is this? That's when he bowled over every TCU defender on the planet. There was a lot of, there was a lot of bad, there's a lot of bad feelings. Defensive side of the ball. Okay. I'm going to go ultra young here. Bear Alexander showed me some things he last did. year. I'm I'm gonna go less ultra young. Kamari Lasseter could keep coming. He could keep coming. I'm not if saying he, it's likely. That's you just named my guy for Dark Horse because let me tell you this: if he has a DeAndre Baker type season, Daniel DeAndre uh-huh. Baker, his final season, there wasn't a pass completed on his side of the ball. Mm-mm. Okay, like like Mm-mm. it was freakish what mm-hmm. happened. If Kamari has that type of season this year, mm-hmm. where it's 2.9% chance of being caught on his side, mm-hmm. he might be there. He might be in that Mount Rushmore consideration. I, I'm with you on that. Another dark horse? You ready for this? Give it to me. Why not Oscar Delp? Clint. What? I mean, why? why can't this kid? Uh, he's uh, going to get a lot of opportunities this he's year. He's the number two tight end. And does the number two tight end factor into the offense a little bit? I think they do. Look, I'm going to give you a real dark horse that's blatantly obvious. First of all, just hmm. just just 199. Oh. Go ahead and get your your fluent in Kerbanese. Fluent oh, in Kerbanese over at bonfire.com mm-hmm. slash shop slash the 199. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel. Tell me, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna paint you a picture, okay? And you tell me I'm wrong. Well, Bob Ross action here on a okay. Thursday. Got some very very happy clouds. Happy clouds. You're telling me Carson Beck doesn't come on this year, lead the SEC in touchdown passing yards, has three interception, runs over everybody in the SEC and the and the championship and the playoff, and goes to a three peat without top-tier five-star wide receivers like a Jorge, like an A.J. Green, mm. has has Brock, has Oscar, but but doesn't have mm-hmm. the guys that, that we've had before. A, mm-hmm. a, a solid wide receiver. We have a solid wide receiver room, okay? Nothing. There's nothing, nothing shaky about, about him. But if he leads the SEC, and he, if, he, if he's a Heisman finalist, and uh-huh. he throws those throws like he did on the run to the back of the end, end zone. To yes. Jackson. If he if he's doing that stuff, Daniel, mm-hmm. and he goes a three-peat, 
Yes. Why wouldn't he be on the Mount That's Rushmore? a fascinating question. It's just an, an interesting hypothetical question. Is there any chance that Carson Beck can do something this year? In one year. I mean, if he wins the Heisman and we go 15-0 win the national championship, he's going to be one of the four best Georgia quarterbacks of all time. He has to be. In one year. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I, you're talking dark horse. I'm not saying it's likely. I'm saying dark horse. I understand. But could he do I think, it? Absolutely. I think a guy that you know a lot of Michael Williams love, rightfully so. As they should be. A lot of Malachi Starks love, rightfully As so. They should be. Now, I don't know if you recall, but uh, there was a guy named Nolan Smith last year. I factored heavily into the rotation. Yeah. And then Nolan Smith went down with injury. And unfortunately, due to some injury concerns of his own, we didn't get to see a ton. But we did get to see some. And I'm just telling you that when you go back and look at that 2022 class. Yes, Michael Williams. Yes, Malachi Starks. But then there's Marvin Jones Jr., Clint. And I really, I'm just, this You're is going to be an guy. interesting year for Marvin Jones Jr. Yeah. I think there is a chance that by the end of the season, we are talking about the two elite edge players, Michael Williams and Marvin Jones Jr. And we are using those two guys as a tandem, as a tag team, not wow. putting one on top of the other, I think the way that everybody assumes. Look, I'm here. I'll give you a way off-topic dark horse for transfer portal next Lab year. Lad McConkey, say Lad McConkey. No, I'm not going to. Um, Chaz Jambliss, just um, transfer portal might be calling you next year if oh. what you just said. Not, I thought you were about for, to say no. Chaz Jambliss no. to be on the Mount Rushmore. No. Good no. Lord in heaven. Transfer portal, oh, Daniel, is what I'm saying. If those two guys show out like that, Chaz ain't gonna get no run. Daniel, because I mean, he'll get some run. There's plenty of run to be. We're well, gonna get that. We're gonna get sorry. But Jalen Walker, he not giving Jaylen up any Walker. time. Jalen Walker See? not giving up time. He taking time. Saying. Anyone can just saying. take. But but what happens when you get the time? But when you hold the time, that's what you really want. This Listen, been... <laughs> there's there's a lot of candidates for Mount Rushmore. It's an interesting team, Georgia fans. I mean, you think yeah. about this roster. It's an interesting team. We don't really know who's going to emerge we know we have some guys there's some sure things but there's so much youth on this roster how are they going to develop how are they going to continue to grow who's going to take that jump who are we not thinking about at all who's going to elevate themselves into this conversation by the middle of the season those are the interesting questions let us know in the comments who you think this has been lockdown bulldogs your team every day and we will see you guys next time see you